It's the Brooklyn Zone podcast with Joe Causey and Intern Anthony on Radio.com. What's up, guys? It's Joe Causey, Brooklyn Zone with... Intern Anthony from the new 1027. What's up? Very good. How was your week, Ant? It was not bad, but I got to ask you about something before we get absolutely anything started here. Okay. This is episode number three, right? That's right. We made it to episode three. Still episode not three. arrested. Still not arrested. Still not indicted. We still didn't get flipped to another <laughs> another uh, podcast, like a gardening show or something. <laughs> Lawn care. Lawn care with Hunter, you know? <laughs> All right. What do you want to ask me? I want to know who you finagled to get it written in your contract to go to such a beautiful place like Grenada. Grenada. I I do that a lot with with uh, when CBS gets these trips, especially when the, when Sandals advertises. It's a promotion thing, and they and our program director Jim Ryan always sends me out. I've never seen something like that in my life. I'm sitting there, and we couldn't do the podcast because you said you were going away, and I didn't know where you were going. And then I go on Instagram, on your Instagram, and I see this friggin' infinity <laughs> pool. Out of your window, like it's leaking out into the ocean. I'm saying, no, it was on a cliff. It was this? it was on a cliff. Let's get it right. First, you were on a mountain. <laughs> then you were on a cliff. Right. Then you were in the ocean. Your hotel. Right. I don't understand. The, the pool was on a cliff, looking out at the ocean. Jesus. And it was a beautiful room. I had a trout on the wall. It was it was gorgeous. <laughs> and I fell in the bathroom. Oh, I boy. showed you my black and blue, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too much. You got to see this thing. We can't put that up. It looks like a continent. This <laughs> thing, this black and blue, it's so big. That's for a different website. But it picture. was, but it was a great time. Grenada is a beautiful place. When you get married, you should go there on your honeymoon. No, I don't know. You're not allowed to wear camouflage. So the only camouflage thing I have are camouflage. Uh, what are those shoes? Those uh, Crocs. I have camouflage Crocs. You got a pair of Crocs. Yeah, size fourteen. They look like two alligators when I put these. <laughs> you don't things strike on. me as somebody that would wear Crocs. I only I only wear them like maybe twice. I put them on for a goof, <laughs> but I they they annoy your feet, you know, because they're like I wear them for like around the pool and stuff. Uh-huh. But that I don't like how they feel. I was I, really I like jealous of you. Really jealous of you. Great place. I've been to a lot of sandals. I've been to St. Lucia. I've been to Grenada, but. It's not like Brooklyn, my friend. You know where I went the week that you were there living it up under the sun? The Santa Rosalia Feast? No, I went to Chicago. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How was the pizza? <laughs> Let me tell you about the pizza. <laughs> I want to know your opinion on this. I swear to God, I think the pizza's better there. I'm, the only time I've been to Chicago was in the airport. I never like went out. I, I want to go there because it looks like a nice place. I like that loop they have there, and the and they got the little river thing uh-huh. around there. Yeah, that looks cool. And I like what they do there on St. Patrick's Day. They make the river uh, green. green. Yep, that's pretty cool. I like that. But I never had the pizza in Chicago. I gotta say, I thought that the dough was gonna suck and that the bread because you can't get p- the dough or bread like uh-huh. you could get it in Brooklyn. Uh huh. But it was awesome. The sauce was amazing. They knew what they were talking about. The uh, waiter comes over and you think, look at this moron. He uh, don't know what good uh, pizza is. Uh, yeah. But they brought over good pizza. I swear to God, the pizza is delicious there. I think it's better than here. Do they sell like Chicago pizza in New York City? Is that like a place that makes it? Yeah, Pizzeria Uno. They make Chicago pizza? <laughs> no, yeah. is that Chicago pizza? <laughs> no. Chicago style. Oh, Chicago style. Yeah. I've never been there either. There's only like three pizzerias I go to. Pizza Wagon on 5th Avenue and 86th Street. Amazing. I go to L&B Spumoni Gardens. Of course. And uh, what's the other joint I go to? In Staten Island, I go to Nunzio's on uh, Highland Boulevard. They got great pizza. And uh, the one on um, all the way down in Port Richmond Avenue there. I've never been to the Nunzio's one. Yeah, very good stuff. Good stuff. You don't think L&B changed a little bit? Never. Don't even talk like that. I get think hit. it changed a little bit. No, it did not. I, I hate when people say that. 
I know the people that work there. I know everybody that works there. The workers may have changed because the neighborhood changed a little bit, but the food is still the same. The pizza is great. I still love it. I still go. I for go it. there. I I inhale it. If if I can put it in my arteries, I would. <laughs> At twenty four dollars a pie, though, it's worth it. Oof. It's worth it. I sent people. I sent the sales manager from CBS, my Mike. Okay, he he was going to Brooklyn. So I'm driving by. Says, look, if you want to have grood pizza, go to Allen B. Spumoni Gardens. He says, ah, oh, it's out of my. I says, Do me a favor. I'm not going to tell you anything. Just go try the square. He bought two boxes. After he had them. There you go. And he brought them home and he freezed them and he put them all. I said, put them all in aluminum foil, put them in your freezer and reheat them. It's like, it's like unbelievable. My mother does that and I hate when she does it. She'll buy Why? two pies, yeah. freeze one of them. Yeah. Then the next time I'm having them, I got friggin' icicles hanging off well, the side of the pizza <laughs> while well, I'm you, eating well, it. You know, at two o'clock in the morning when you want a quick pick me up, <laughs> you know, they're right there for you. You know what I mean? Because White Castles are like far and few between. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You can go over White Castles right now. Yeah, isn't it funny with that stuff when you hear when 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 it pops in your mind, you know, boom, you gotta have it. Yeah, that that's how I got this gut. Yeah, that's sitting in front of me I'm right losing now. It, man. You're losing it. I'm getting losing it. it. Coming a lean, mean fighting machine. I tell you, I take L and B over White Castle though. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yep. Do, do you ever go in the restaurant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Restaurant's yeah, great. Carpet. The chef's table. <laughs> what? What? That carpet in L&B that's been in there since 1932. But that's old school, man. Old school. That's There's what's more blood good about it. in there than that's, a hospital. That's what's good about it, man. It's old school. Great places like that. Uh, La Polina, man. Great, great restaurant. Gargiulo's. These places have been around for, for like over 100 years. Gargiulo's good. I had my communion there. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> you walk into New Corner and it's like 1975. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. The wood paneled walls. Yeah, Do you know beautiful. I dress the part when I go to places like no, that? I swear to God. Hazard. I swear to God. I break out the 1993 Tony Soprano shirt. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I don't care. That's how I roll. Hey, if things work for me, I'd stick with it, all right? Are you talking about the black one with the white stripe in the it, middle? Is that the Tony Soprano? I got one? a picture of it. I got a CBS shirt like that, too. That's, that's the best of both worlds. The really CBS is. logo and it Tony really Soprano's shirt. Well, we're here. It's uh, the Brooklyn Zone podcast. And this week we're going to discuss, which is a very big week in Brooklyn, especially Bensoners. It's the week of the Feast of Santa Rosalia. Yeah. Ah, a Festa di Santa Rosalia. I'm a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you've been to the feast, right? Yeah, but I know it was a lot different for you. When of course it you was. Were growing up. And- well, besides being a lot different for me, uh, I used to work in the feast. My, my family had like a couple of stands of the feast up in like 71st Street, 72nd Street. So I was there like every day, every night for the whole stretch. And it was like 10 days back then. You know, it would be over on Labor Day. It's earlier this year because it would end Labor Day, right, Lou? Right before Labor Day. Right yeah. before Labor Day would end. And it was different. I mean, but I love. Back in the 80s, the 18th Avenue Feast was the feast to go to besides San Gennaro because everybody from the neighborhood was there. It was it was a great time. I mean, you don't know it. No. Now? Yeah. Honestly? You're I mean, shish even kebabs like, when yeah. you go there now. Shish kebabs. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. That's the whole melting pot thing. Uh, but, but the feast is still a great thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, my son's band played there this past Saturday, and he told me, he says, it, it was a great time. Everybody was out there. A lot of people still in the neighborhood. A lot of people came back to the neighborhood. And that's what's great about coming back to the feast. 
Because, you know, you, you grew up in the neighborhood. You got married. A lot of the people moved away. They went out to Long Island. They went out to Staten Island, wherever they went. And then they come back with their families. And like you, Lou, you're coming back. You're telling kids, oh, this, let's go play the water balloon game. Well, let's go uh, Let's go on the ride. Let's go on the pony that's, that's yeah, 150 years old. You go get your Zeppelis. You go to, yeah. go to Lucy's and get your sausage, sausage and peppers. peppers. Oh, yeah. Man. Your Brazil sandwich. Yep, yep. I mean, yeah. I'll that's- be up front with you, Joe. Back in the 90s, yeah, when you were at KTU, uh-huh. that was the place to be. We couldn't wait. Me and my yeah. friends, we would go see you in front of, I think yeah. it was Mila Luce yeah. over there. Seven and you guys first. had your own stage. Yeah. And it was crowded for blocks. That's when it was, was like It was yeah. like a concert. He would just be up there entertaining all night. And like everybody looked forward to that. I was the it, supreme it was cuisine. Un- it was unbelievable. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the supreme cuisine. Blessing the crowd. I was like the... It was a great time Those back were the then. days. It My was. goodness. I'm going. I'm going Sunday. <laughs> Where are you going to be in front of it? I don't know, but I have to go. I was very, very depressed because this past weekend I couldn't go because we had... I had a wedding Saturday. I had Saturday in the park. I forgot what I did Sunday. What tropical island oh, were I was you in on Atlantic on City. I was in Atlantic <laughs> City Sunday, so I couldn't do. I couldn't go Sunday either. So I told my wife, I said, I have to go there yeah. this coming Sunday. So I'll be at the feast this coming Sunday. I've got to go. See, it's sad for someone like from my generation. You guys talk about how awesome it was and that it was the yeah. place to be and all. And it's still, for some kids, is the place to be. But like I go down there and I feel like a stranger going. I don't see a lot of, once in a while you get people that come out of the woodwork from the neighborhood wherever they move to. But it's just different now. Oh, well, it is different. But it, but that's New York City. It's constantly changing. The neighborhoods change. And they're going to change again. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, I don't know, Martians coming in another 10 years. <laughs> you don't know. And it's going to change again. They're not throwing a feast, those Martians. Uh, are you, you meeting know. me at the St. Rosalia feast? But there were a lot of feasts back. Don't forget, in the 80s, <laughs> the 70s and 80s, there were a lot of feasts back then. There was a 20th Avenue feast, 17th Avenue really? feast. Yeah. There, there was tons of feasts. There was uh, Avenue U. Harway Avenue, That right? was my feast. That, that was yeah, my I feast. saw a picture. You put something up that yeah. you, you worked on that one, too? That you, was my father's stands. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's very, um, a matter of fact, you want to hear a very emotional story with me? I may get kind of teary-eyed over this, but the day that I moved out of Brooklyn, as silence comes in the studio, the day I moved out of Brooklyn was the first day of the Harway Avenue feast. And there I am, everything was packed, movers were on the way, Staten Island, saying goodbye to everybody, and as I'm leaving, you see the smoke from the sausage stands rising above the street, waving goodbye. That's depressing. The Guido gods were trying that's, to warn you not to leave. That's depressing, my friend. <laughs> but I always go back to the neighborhood. No one's there, but I always go back. And no one's back. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird. That's what it's going to be like for me. I know in like 15 years coming back, it's going to be a complete ghost town by then. No, it's it's not going to be a ghost town. There's there's a lot of people that still live there. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, a lot I'm, of my I'm, friends live there. Yeah, of like people that I know. There, I no mean, one will be left. You know, when we w- were there with John Travolta a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? Everybody came back. Everybody was there. Yeah, where the hell are they now? Why can't they stay here? Because it's you know that I moved out. I'll be honest. I moved out for my kids. Mm-hmm. For my kids, you know, I I, I I wanted to put a little grass under their feet. You know, I was tired of the cement, you know, with the knees getting scraped on the cement. <laughs> I wanted a little grass on the defeat, so that's why I left. So, But Staten Island is Brooklyn with a cover charge. It's all it is. <laughs> it's, it's all it is. $20. $20. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But I can't wait to go to Santa, to, uh, Santa Rosalia this weekend. Very, very excited. 
Very excited. You're going to stop by the dunk tank guy? That clown? No, no, no. I go to the big chair lady. I love her. You know the big chair? That, that big chair that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen I go one. there. I sit on the chair. I feel small when I go on there. <laughs> then I go to Lucy's. I get my sausage and pepper heroes. On the way home, we get you know the Zeppelins for the car. Mm-hmm. No powder because you don't want it to powder on the what? rugs. I can't put powder. No. I can't get my hands sticky. Oh. I'll have to get out and wash my hands every block. What about the fried Oreo? I don't like those. Oh, my God. I don't like fried Oreos. That's I can't eat those things anyway. Anyway, I can't eat them anymore. You ever want to hit a low in your life? Yeah. Sit in your car alone and eat fried Oreos. Uh, <laughs> I you can maybe have two of them. That's it. Uh-huh. You can't have more than that. More than more than two of those. Yeah, things. but you pay like four for five dollars. So if you get the four, <laughs> you're gonna eat it anyway. The goal I remember we did the feast one year and it rained. It was like a monsoon one year. And it rained so hard in the middle of the night. It was like about eight thirty. So the feast was going on, the, the the streets were packed with people, and boom, it came down, and everybody just scattered, right? It rained so much that the guy with the fish bowls, you know the fish where you have to throw the ping pong balls <laughs> yeah. in the yeah, fish yeah. bowls? Uh-huh. The ones the, that die in two days. Right. Yeah. The, the, the bowls filled up with water from the rain, and all the fish were falling out. <laughs> Going down the sides of the street, <laughs> swimming down the sewers. It was, like, and there I am with the guy trying to help pick up the goldfish from. It was, it was so funny. I wish I had video of that. That was a great thing. I gotta say, you said that those fish die after a couple of days. I want a bird. One yet, my mother goes. Now that I was little at this point, I was like, please let me play this game to win a bird. She said, there's no way he's gonna win. She let me play the game. The bird lived for 15 years. See, wow. yeah, 15 years. I those had are this feast parakeets. They're very, they're very rare. <laughs> Those are feast parakeets. <laughs> you got the golden parakeet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have them anymore. You're not allowed. Yeah. You can't do the turtles. Remember the turtles? They had turtles. Yeah, little yeah. turtles. Yeah. Oh my god. Can't KB do turtles. And the, what about the uh, the hermit crabs? Yeah, none of that. You don't see any of those anymore. You can't do that. Yeah. They took everything away from us. Yeah. It's like a sterile thing now. There's no more fun. There's no more fun. We well, get the big margarita plastic bottles i love those every you see all the 16 year olds that's stella getting it with a fake ID. I, you tell me i could tell you every single person that were <laughs> that stella's margarita stand yeah. i know uh, yep. yep i know what about the guy who sings in italian while he's making the sausage and pepper sings in italian he's he's always screaming and singing mm. he's chopping up he's going oh, so <laughs> don't bang the microphone uh, <laughs> uh, it's such a great time yeah ah, I loved it remember MGM the band that used yes. to play every MGM year MGM and the Callips yeah, Angelo yeah. Venuto my buddy yeah, yeah. yeah. Loved all that stuff. And I get psyched. I'll tell you what I do before I go to the feast. God should strike me dead if you think I'm lying. Uh-oh. I run down my basement. I get my feast tape. Oh, yeah. I have a feast CD. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. I got a feast CD <laughs> with all the feast music <laughs> from the band. I, you know, not not the bands that play in the feast. The, the feast bands. Yeah. You know, ba-da-bum, 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 all that kind of stuff. And I load this into my car. So when I get in, I get pumped. I'm ready to go. And then I spend. So when I'm going around Brooklyn, I'm 17th Avenue, try to find a parking space for 45 minutes, uh-huh. which is like virtually impossible, you know. On a regular day. Yeah. It, <laughs> Never mind a feast. You, you got to go before 8 o'clock. If yeah. you go after 8 o'clock, you're going to park by the Bell Parkway. <laughs> you're not going to be able to park there. Unless you know somebody, because they guard those spots, right, Lou? They guard those people that lived it. They yeah, don't move yeah. their car. I got a hack for you. My father used to pay the gas station guy to let him park on Seventy Fifth and Eighteenth oh, inside see? the gas station. See, he used to leave it right there and then yeah. walk right to that at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Great times. I got San Gennaro coming up. That's another whole thing for you. You you got the big event you do there. I was Grand Marshal last year. I felt like God. I felt like a made guy. It was beautiful. <laughs> Walking around with a sash on. I mean. Well, tell everyone what you do there. It's a huge deal. It's a, it's a big deal. I'm yeah, going to be broadcasting yeah. there September 15th at the Feast of San Gennaro. If you're listening from other parts of the country, which you are, Grand between Mott and Mulberry will be right there, right outside of uh, Cafe Palamo and uh, Ferrari, Vincent's. I love it down there. <laughs> I get crazy down there. I love it so much. And it, it's a great time. I mean, we, we draw a huge, huge crowd, and we have a lot of fun. People come up. I get people up on stage. We sing. We dance. We tell jokes. I went last year we, for the first time with my girlfriend. I've never been to it before last you've year. You've never been what? to the Santanaro Feast. Last year was the first time I went. Really? Ever. And I went with my girlfriend. We stopped it. Everybody told me that you have to go to that cannoli place. Cafe Palermo. Yeah. Huh. So I got like That's seven That's Baby cannoli. John's joint. The my buddy Baby John. <laughs> well, to shout out to Baby John because he's got the best cannolis the in the best. world. The best. Let me tell you something. And buy them, and you can buy them take home. I did. And, and you fill them home. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because you know, if you fill, if you buy them already made, by the time you get home, the shells get kind of damp. Mm-hmm. And I hate damp gunoli shells, so I buy them unfilled. I bring the cream home and I zap them at home. And let me tell you something: forget about it. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That's the way to buy gunolis. Don't buy them already made. So I made the mistake then of buying yes. like four or seven. I think I bought. Well, if you're gonna eat them that night, it's okay. But I like you know I like that crunch. I told my girlfriend that night, because we were going home to her family's house. she Italian, she, by the way? Yeah. Oh, and right. she's got 16 people living with her. <laughs> and I told her, do Where, not. in the basement? Yeah. Every, <laughs> there's six families in the basement, three families on the third floor, and two families in the living room. Oh, God. And I told her, I've never had a freaking cannoli like this in my uh, life. What's they, her name, by the way? Stephanie. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I told Stephanie... Please don't tell anyone that we got the cannolis. I don't want to split them with anyone. Yeah. We walked in the house. The first thing she did, anybody want a cannoli? Uh, is that how she talks? Yeah. <laughs> when she said that, I'll never forget it. It's burnt into my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasted seven friggin' cannolis. Yeah, well, you got to cut them in half. Oh, I cut them into like quarters. <laughs> Everybody, I said, this is how they make them there. Isn't that unbelievable? It's an Italian thing. It really is. The, the, our women, they just they they with their parents, they have to uh-huh. yeah super serve it. They have it to is. make sure it no is, matter it what is, we it say, it's always mom, dad, here I got this. No, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. There's a great store. You got to go there then, when you're there again. Are you coming to the feast again this yeah, year? Yeah, of course. Okay. You should come when I'm there. I will. All right. You it's, guys should do the podcast from there. We can. Should. Yeah. Let me do twelve different things yeah. at once. <laughs> just stay for like twelve hours. <laughs> Don't you have the cannoli eating contest too over there and all that? Uh, no, I have mozzarella bowl eating contest. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm going to enter myself in that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. I thing. can do that. And then the following day, for all my friends up in Westchester and Rockland County, I'm on a tour, by the way. The following day, I'm at the ninth annual Italian festival in Rockland County for the Sons of Italy. This is the biggest Italian festival in the state of New York. Wow. Okay, and that's going to be the day after San Gennaro. That's that's September sixteenth, and they're honoring me. I'm the Italian American of the Year. Wow, it's oh, a very big deal. Congratulations, huge, very big deal. I get a year's supply of olive oil. Excellent, it's a beautiful thing. It's a great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Can very I tell you, you distracted this. me with the mozzarella ball eating content? <laughs> yeah, uh, contest. Well, my friend is a store, Apollo. You ever heard of Apollo? It's right on the corner of uh, Mott and, and Grand. Maybe, and it's a huge cheese store. 
They got the best cheese, you know, mm-hmm. and they come out every year with tons of mozzarella balls, and I feed the crowd. I'm like Moses, <laughs> and I pop these little mozzarella balls yeah. in their mouth That's from the stage. Moses did. It's great. It's a great thing. We have a lot of fun. You have to come this year. What's going to happen when you're not around anymore? These feasts you know, are going to have to fold. I get sad when I think of that. I get sad about that. Like, like when you, I was at Villa Roma last week, I was looking around. There I was sitting at the pool, looking at the flock, you know, and <laughs> look at that. The flock, my, you know, my crew that's there. I says, one day I'm not going to be here. And it's very, it's very depressing. You keep the feast culture going around here. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I love it. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I'll take over the mozzarella contest for you. <laughs> they, could, they could call me the Bocaccini boy. Hey, before I continue, I got to say hi to some people. We had a lot of comments uh, last week uh-huh. on the podcast. And don't forget, you could always listen. If you're listening to us now, you know where we are. We're at radio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Like Karen Delisi, she said the show is great. Thank you, Karen. Daniela Jeffrey. Is she related to the Jeffrey people? Yes, Brooklyn? she is. She yeah. is? That's her husband. Oh, she's loaded. Uh, she said, great job. Uh, <laughs> I love these names. There's more uh, There's more val- values in these names than like the dictionary. <laughs> Josephine Pugliafico said, great job. Yeah. Raquel Mangeluzzo. She said she loves it. She loves it. A lot of people there. Frank uh, Marinelli, my uncle. You're wrong. You're wrong. He lis- <laughs> what, he's, he's all your family? <laughs> he listened to it in the hotel room with his wife. Oh, where'd you get these comments from? I just know a lot of guys. Oh, really? <laughs> I told them, drop a comment there below. Christine, uh, Gary Diapisi, very cool, great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anne-Marie Palladino, I'm proud of you. That's Mike. my religion teacher. Oh, really? Yeah, she was my religion teacher for three years in high school. You want to hear something about teachers? Uh-oh. Okay, last year when I was at the Feast of San Gennaro, this is another moving moment in my life. Last year I'm at the Feast of San Gennaro. <laughs> And I, I look out in the crowd, and there had to be like, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 people in the street, right? And I see this woman, and I'm looking at her, and I says, I know this woman. It was my fifth grade music teacher. My God. That came to see me from PS212 on Bay 50th Street in Brooklyn. That's where my mother yeah. teaches. Really? Yeah. PS212? My mother's been a teacher there for 25 years. Really? Uh-huh. I'm an alumni there. Look at this. That's where she <laughs> teaches. <laughs> Anyway, I see her in the street, and I bring her up on stage. I introduce her to the crowd, and this woman, her name is Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mazza, M-A-Z-Z-A. She was the one that got me my first job in radio. She found out I was in wow. broadcast school, and a friend of hers had a radio station in Minnesota. I got on a plane, not like you. I got on a bus. You got on a bus. <laughs> and got to the internship. I got on a plane, and I went to uh, 60 miles south of Canada. I mean, I was in a place that, you ever see the movie Fargo? Yeah. That's where I was, my friend. You yeah. must have stuck out like a sore thumb in stuck Minnesota. Out. When I would sit in the office and talk to these secretaries, they'd all put chairs around me like I was from Jupiter, the way I was talking. <laughs> I mean, the way you hear in the movie Fargo, that's exactly how they talk. But that's my first radio job, and it all started from my fifth grade music teacher. And all these years, the feasts bring you guys together again. It's amazing. That's right. That's what the feast does. Yeah. The feast does yeah. things like that. And like right before the feast, I get pre-feast jitters, I call it. <laughs> He gets Zeppelins on his ass. I get, I get jitters. <laughs> I can't I get, get sugar on my hands. I get my, no, no, that's, that's a big thing with me. I don't like... Today, I went out for breakfast with my wife. I had to get up twice. We went out for pancakes. I was in the mood for pancakes today. I haven't had pancakes in like a year and a half. I woke up. I told my wife, I said, I got to have pancakes tomorrow morning. So we went out. We went for pancakes. Had syrup on my hand. I had to get up three times yeah, to wash my hands. That's disgusting. Is that like a psychological thing? It is? Yes. 
If anybody out there listening, if you're like into psych- psychology, I want to know if that's if maybe I'm messed up in the head. Why I constantly got to wash my hands? No. I don't think it is. Kind of drifting away you- over here. <laughs> it, it was kind of wrapping up. Yeah. And- <laughs> I, got, I got something to bring us back. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Joe, we got another comment from somebody named Laura Rodino Molteri. She said she listened to one and two. It was the first time she ever listened to a podcast before, and she loved it, and she can't wait to hear more from us. Where's she from? Facebook. That's all I know about her. <laughs> She's from Facebook.com. Well, you know what's funny? I'm looking at the list here of people's names, and we have people like from all around Brooklyn. Like I see uh, Janice from Cobble Hill, uh, Jody. Uh, she grew up in Bensonhurst, great place to be. Uh, Helene was on uh, 15th Avenue in Benson, uh, the best times growing up. Teresa Lacenti, she's from Avenue U in Gravesend, which is another great neighborhood. <laughs> but that's why people are listening and they're enjoying this because it's bringing them home. Yes. They're thinking of, mm-hmm. you know, when the way it was back in the day and they're reminiscing with you guys. So, uh huh. Great job so far. Thank you so much. Well, I cannot wait to get to Santa Rosalia this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to tell everybody out there how it went for me. Because it's, it's a very important thing in my life. It is. It's like going back in history. Well, Joe's going to be powderless this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm intern Anthony from New 1027. And I'm Brooklyn's own Joe Causey from CBS FM 101.1 in New York. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Brooklyn's own podcast. Take care, everybody. Radio.com.